Welcome to the Child Care Business Professionals Podcast. I'm Evelyn Knight. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. If you still have your phone out, will you please do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast? So today, as I promised, I am doing an interview with my business coach, Christine Mailer. You guys have heard me talk about her before. I mention her often. I have explained to you guys how meeting Christine and hiring her has really changed me as a business person. It has changed my business and it was the difference and what made me become a successful child care business owner. A lot of what I teach now are methods and techniques that I've adapted based on her teaching. She really just helped me learn how to think like a business owner instead of just a teacher and a director. So I will not make you wait for the interview. I will just get right to it. I hope you enjoy. I am here today with Christine Mailer, the CEO and founder of TLG Financial Foundations. Christine and her company works with business owners to create cash flow. So, Christine, tell me a little bit about what else you guys do. Well, thank you, Evelyn. We're very excited to be part of your um, process. And um, what we really do is we dig into uh, what the business owner needs to build their cash flow and profitability. So we break it down to uh, you know QuickBooks training, to financial review, and then we start to build a 12-month, a three-year action plan on how to improve cash flow and all the things that we need to do in between to, to be a healthy and successful business. Okay, and I was looking, and it looks like all together we've been working together for about four years. So uh, I'll just tell a little bit of history on my end. When I first uh, started with you, my business was pretty much facing bankruptcy. I had a decision to make either um, file bankruptcy and go out of business or give you a shot and try to save my business. So in my mind at the time, hiring you was like a Hail Mary. It was literally a Hail Mary for me. And uh, it was my last hope before I decided just to call it quits. And in that time, I know you've completely helped me turn my business around where I went from making negative, like I think we were in the negative uh, $80,000 a year to now we are uh, in a healthy positive where I'm actually making money. So my husband's no longer funding Zuin now that we're working with you. And also, uh, not only that, but I think my books were an absolute mess. Well, I know they were an absolute disaster. And so were my business processes. So something I really want to talk about is how you didn't only help me uh, with the financials, but doing this process completely changed the way I think about business. It literally taught me how to be a business owner. And so my entire program has changed in that uh, time period. What do you think about that? Like, what, is, what have you noticed? Well, I'm ecstatic because that's my dream and goal, right? To, to help you turn things around and to be successful because if you're successful, we're successful. And uh, it's a team effort. You know, I, I think that Many business owners uh, start a business because they're really good at something, you know, like we're good at education. 
education is a passion of, of mine as well. So I can totally relate to that. And um, so we, we wear this hat and we're really good at it, but we're not taught how to be business owners. And so that's that's a process in itself. And what I have found is that anybody in business, including myself, needs a mentor or needs support, needs somebody to brainstorm and, and talk about things in more in a proactive way than a reactive way. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know from my experience, I just uh, I was a director at heart and I was a teacher and I did not know how to be a business owner. I thought I did. I thought I knew uh, what it took when I had opened uh, my first center. When I hired you, I'd been an owner for eight years already. And I just I had no clue. And uh, people think that if you take a couple accounting classes and, you know, basic accounting, What else is there to know? But there is so much more to know. So I think there's a domino effect that like the program that you use actually creates where you completely start thinking differently. So like, you know, for me, not only have I completely reinvented just our how we do our financials for, for how you've guided me on that, but we've completely changed our program processes so uh, tell us a little bit about your, or actually, if you want to explain your Rainmaker process to us, that would be great. Well, the Rainmaker process um, is all about determining what the business owner's uh, goals and dreams, or dreams and goals, I should say, because it starts with your dreams. And I think what happens is we don't develop clarity as to where we want our businesses to go, to go or grow or how to grow. And I remember, um, you know, I hit a brick wall myself uh, about a year and a half ago where I said, I just can't do any more by myself. I've got to bring in more people. And that's where this all started to evolve is where where I realized that we had to surround ourselves with a team of people to grow our businesses. And that's what we wanted to do with you and your peers, you know, and your brothers and sisters in the industry. So what we do is we start with an evaluation of your QuickBooks. We ask you what your dreams and goals are for the next 12 months to three years. And we start to to kind of pull together a plan that addresses those. So it's driven by those dreams and goals. And they do change. And it's fun to see uh, that mind shift, you know, when you went through it. I was so excited when when you got there, you know, because I knew when you got there that we were going to go places. And there was a lot of opportunity now because you were there with us. And um, anyway, so that process then goes into education, teaching you what your numbers mean, helping you love your numbers. A lot of business owners that are wonderful at, at their trades are afraid of their numbers. They're afraid to mess things up. They're scared to make the change or the leap. And being in business, you have to take risks. You have to make leaps uh, in order to grow, in order to learn. So from there, we begin to uh, you know, straighten out the financials and review them on a monthly basis. We don't hand you your financials. We walk you through them. And uh, that's made a huge difference for business owners. And as they get stronger at understanding the numbers and the power of the reports and the story that the reports are telling us, 
they begin to dig into cost analysis. So how much is it really costing you per child in your in your uh, preschool or center? And cash flow analysis. Where is the money going? How we've developed growth and and targets and budgets and all those wonderful things that actually we use as tools to help our business grow. Right. And they and sound scary. On. They can uh-huh. sound pretty scary, but I think the way you teach it, it makes it very easy to understand. And it's interesting, too, because as I know before I started working with you, I did not want anything to do with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really interesting. You know, I always tell – it's a joke, but I always tell people – or business owners, like if you can order a beverage at Starbucks, you can learn the terminology that we use. Right. And, <laughs> and once you understand, the, you know, the terms, it's like a vocabulary test, right? You just, over time, we repeat until it makes sense to you. And once it makes sense, you notice that you even start to get ahead of me sometimes. Like you, you can see the squirrel processing and you get it. And right. then you take it to the into the operations side and apply the information. This is where where you hit the nail on the head. What we've really become to understand, especially in your industry, but any industry, is that you have to focus on both sides of yes. the business, the financial and the operations. But even within the financial, you have to focus on growth, sales, right, tuition income, grant income. At the same time, you're focusing on your expenses and how to be as lean as possible and where you can cut costs. And that flows back over to operations because financials, you can cut costs. You know, I can cut office expense. I can do certain things. But on the operations side, you can manage how many teachers are in a room per per the number of children. You can have more procedures and processes that streamline things and you can keep all of your, you know, teachers on a budget and keep those supplies costs down without sacrificing the quality of your service. Right. Well, that just to illustrate how much uh, you helped with the business. I know when I came to you. You, I, I, I'll never forget our first meeting together. You told me, okay, you need to go now and cut 10% of your budget. And I thought, or my spending, not my budget. And I thought to myself, there's no way. I thought I was already, I thought I was operating so lean as it is. I mean, there were times where we were running out of Kleenex. You know, I was being such a penny pincher. So I thought there is no way. How on earth am I going to cut 10% when I'm already on a skeleton budget. But I know when you walked me through it and showed me some stuff, by the time it was said and done, uh, well, at that time, we cut it by about 17% instead of just the 10. And I think at this point, uh, now my business has grown, so it's a little bit different. But if comparatively, it's down by about 20% altogether. So it's really interesting that just that you've taught me how to see things so differently. And I, that's where I think before as just a director who became an owner, I just didn't even know where to look for that extra money. And I think I always thought I just need more enrollment. I needed to raise my prices. I constantly was trapped in that thought process. I never thought to look inside my business to find more money. Do you see that a lot? Every day, (laughs) every day. 
Um, it and and it really starts with again understanding the numbers. There's just two 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 powerful reports that every business owner needs to learn to read, and that's a balance sheet and a profit and loss. Most focus on the profit and loss, and and understanding the difference between profit and cash flow. And so that whole process and that that learning together, you know, learning about you and and you learning about or from us, um, we become a family, right? And so together we focus on the health of the business using all the tools available. Right. And I know right before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about uh, the biggest pain points you find with new owners. And we were talking about just how uh, emotionally taxing it can be and how it can actually affect our mental health to a certain extent because of the stress. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's so it's it's a fear. It's it's really just fear. It, that's what it comes down to. And the unknown. How am I going to turn this business around? You know instinctively that something needs to be done. You just don't know what to do right. or how to do it and never had anybody really show you. And right. so mm-hmm. and so what I'm seeing is that you know, there's a fear around, um, you know, QuickBooks or whatever financial application people are using, um, understanding the reports and the information and then how to apply and use it. And uh, that just takes the willingness to make the investment of time because it is a huge commitment of time to change a mindset and turn your business around. And the willingness to learn uh, is really big. Uh, and that that will ensure your success. You're willing to learn. You're applying the information. You guys know when you go to one of those conferences and you get all this really great information and you're like so pumped up and excited and you go back and you just forgot all about it or you weren't sure how to apply right. it. So the key is to being open, being willing to learn, um, do the steps, you know, be disciplined in the steps and then and then implementing those changes. Right. And I love that you mentioned going to the trainings and not really taking it back. Um, I'm a trainer in the state of Nevada for early childhood education, and I took um, a training on a training on how to train, basically. And one of the things that really, really jumped out at me is statistically, when you go to a training, only five percent of what you learned is actually ever implemented. But coaching if you go have a training and you add coaching to the training, people will implement 80%. So that is just huge. And I think that's where I really had that success with you because not only did we spend an hour every week together where you taught me how to read all this, but you also spent that hour every week coaching me through it. So first of all, I had to be accountable. I had to get it done. And secondly, you guided me. So it wasn't like, out of sight, out of mind. That constant coaching kept it in the forefront of my mind, and uh, it really just helped. Well, well, and I guess if I got stuck, I was easily able to go back to you and say, hey, I know that we talked about this, and you taught me about this last week, but I'm stuck. Whereas with a lot of trainings, you go, they're over, and that's it. If you realize, you know, next week that you didn't get something, too bad. You know, you're just pretty much stuck and it's just you wasted money on that training. So I really think that the key to your process is that one-on-one coaching. So what do you think about that? I think that's accurate. Um, I think you hit 
hit it when you said accountability. I, I think that we don't have people to keep us accountable uh, when we're trying to implement changes and, and then we let that fear get in the way. So right. having a, a team of people to come back to, you know, when you work, you and I worked together and I began to grow and adopt people, those people became part of your team. Right. You know, so what we want to do as business owners is we want to uh, find the strengths in all of the individuals that, that work with us and put them on the right seat of the bus in our right. business. And so we're always tapping into the strengths of the individual and building a strong team around us. And, and the other part of that is, is leadership. You know, it's leadership isn't something everybody is born with. And so as the director owner, it's important for you to convey your vision and yes. the clarity of that vision to the rest of your team. You want your team to see where you want to go and be excited to be part of that journey. Yes, and I think that was, for my staff at least, that was probably the biggest game changer for me was I've always known my vision. I've had a very clear vision, which I know when it comes to owners that I'm pretty unique in that, that I've always had this really clear vision. But when I put that vision in writing and we even created um, like a storyboard for the vision and I've got live examples, like I was able to just go back in through our history and pick the children that have fulfilled that vision. But when I brought that to my staff, it was a huge game changer. And it was really cool uh, because I had each staff member create a vision for their classroom. And that was huge for us where uh, it really their production went up and my employee retention is really good. And in our industry, you just you don't see great employee retention. And I think that was the key to my staff really sticking with me is they understand my vision and they really have that strong buy in. Mm -hmm. So shifting gears a little bit, um, we talked about the goals that you have when working with businesses. I know that when I started with you, I mentally I was in such a place of desperation and hopelessness. Do you sometimes find it hard to get people to understand that goal and to have that mental shift just because of uh, we get trapped in our mental history? Do you find that to be a problem? Good question. Um, it's a process. So you can't change all of that in one day, one session and overnight. Um, it's a lot of just listening to the pain points and addressing. And I think what what helps you get past that is seeing the results. I yes. think that's true for any business owner. So as you begin to see the changes and and the the positive impact of those changes, you know, it you start to calm down, you start to get more confident, start to feel better about things. Right. And so it's hard to answer that. I'm not afraid of anybody who feels that way. I feel like we just have to be patient right. and, and just keep talking. You notice when we when we have sessions, it's almost like a, you know, a therapist session sometimes, you know, we're just talking back and forth and brainstorming and and just sharing our thoughts. And 
you know, the, the fact that you open up and you're honest uh, and, and you come from an emotional place is is a positive thing or we're emotional beings by right. nature, right? So it's just really listening to each other. Yeah. And and whatever whatever comes from the conversation, it's it's really a solution. But sometimes the solutions to our problems are, are we don't want we're, they're band-aids, right? We don't want band-aids. We want right. permanent fixes. Right. So in order to get to the root of the real problem, we have to be willing to just be open and share. And right. it's always been easy for me because people just want to talk to me about about things. So yeah. that hasn't been hard for me at all. Right. And I always joke that you're like my business life coach. <laughs> you're That's like my so life coach whenever. Yeah. I always feel like, okay, whenever um, something comes up at Zoo and I'm like, oh, I got to get a hold of Christine. She'll know what to. But, and that's part of the reason I know my, sometimes my husband will ask me like, well, it wasn't, she supposed to just clean up the books. And now here we are four years later, you're still working with her. And like, well, yeah, because you know, it, it still works for me. And I think everybody, no matter how successful your business is, should have that person, the accountability for one thing and someone also to just bounce ideas off of just, uh, you know, just, and you know, sometimes when I call you with issues, I know the solutions. I just don't know, like a lot of times you'll just pull them out of me, you know, mm-hmm. I, but you'll just kind of walk me through it. But it's so hard to have that confidence in yourself sometimes. Well, it's validation, right? Yes. It's hearing somebody else uh, validate that that what you're thinking is right on. I mean, I have business mentors and coaches myself. I think everybody should have that. Right. I, I never want anybody to think we're just supposed to clean up your books. <laughs> that, right, right. If When you talk about what's hard for, for us on our side is that we can't convey what we truly do because it really comes from a place of heart and passion. Uh, and it's hard to convey that. Absolutely. Well, and I still, to this day, it, with Zoo and doing so much better, I'll still find myself like Black Friday is a great example, where I'll be out and I'll see some like, ooh, we have the money for that. I've got the money in my profit account. I could, but then I think, no, I'm, I've got a call with Christine, and <laughs> she'll ask me, okay, did you really need that? And so it, it really is helpful, and it really does help me to just, I guess I, it, I always uh, joke with, you know, that you're my Jiminy Cricket, so... <laughs> Well, you know, to... you know, Evelyn. A lot of people. I always say, "What you love about me, you hate about me," because uh, right. you know you're glad that I'm there in your corner, but I'm also, but also standing on your shoulder, looking over. You know, so absolutely, what, yeah. I didn't intend that. That just naturally happened. That just happened, right? Which is awesome. I mean, I was looking literally at a two thousand dollar computer last week. I'm like, I really don't need a $2,000 computer. The ones I have are fine. And I, well, I needed one because I, cr- I crashed one, but um, I didn't need a $2,000 one, you know? So it was kind of funny though, because um, you were Black Friday shopping with me in that sense, but <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Christine. Be sure to join us again next week where we really dive in to a lot of the work that Christine and I did together We start off next week's episode by just talking about being in that point in your business where you kind of feel hopeless and you just don't think you're going to make it. And suddenly you have this uh, change in the business and in your thinking and you realize that you can start dreaming again and you can start making goals again. So we talk about how I made that shift. So make sure to join us. There's a lot of great information for you guys. 
If you want more information on Christine and her amazing coaching business, you can find her website at tlgff.com. And you can also email her at Christine at tlgff.com. And her name is actually K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E. You can also find me on Facebook at The Child Care Business Coach, and I'm also on Instagram. I'm getting ready to publish my workshop schedule for 2020 on my Facebook and Instagram pages, and I'll also have it uploaded to my website, which is childcarebusinessprofessionals.com. I hope everybody has a wonderful week.